0: wow hey there patriots i'm melissa red pill the world welcome to the freedom force battalion doesn't that line have an uncanny resemblance to our president (laughs) but i want to read to you from uh, from genesis chapter 49 check this out judah your brothers will praise you you will grasp your enemies by the neck All your relatives will bow before you. Judah, my son, is a young lion that has finished eating its prey. Like a lion he crouches and lies down, like a lioness who dares to rouse him. The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from his descendants, until the coming of the one to whom it belongs, the one whom all nations will honor. He ties his foal to a grapevine the colt of his donkey to a choice vine. He washes his clothes in wine, his robes in the blood of grapes. Wow. Who dares rouse him? Who? <laughs> this is, uh, this is biblical. Literally, this is biblical. And, uh, just so you know, if you haven't seen my, my, uh, videos on freedomforce.live, President Trump is from both lines of Judah. There were two lines that had uh, the right to rule and one was uh, Zara and one was Perez and he is from both. How about that? And uh, he is, (laughs) the bottom line, the Lord is the king of the jungle. He will rule this earth and there is no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Now, I wanted you to see our website, freedomforce.live. This is what you'll see right when you get to the channel, freedomforce.live. You'll see the lion and uh, you'll notice uh, the lion right behind me. And you'll also see up, up on my wall, the lion of the tribe of Judah has triumphed. That's Revelation 5, 5. He is worthy to break this, uh, take the scroll and break the seals. How about that? So this is a, an amazing day that we are living in and that the Lord has allowed us to uh, to understand what's going on. It's really quite a, a huge, huge blessing. Definitely go to uh, right here on the social media. You'll see all of our social media right here. Just click social. You'll see all the social media right there. Truth, Telegram, Twitter, Getter, Gab, Instagram, Cloud, Hub, Snapchat, and TikTok. And also you'll see our video channels. Yes, we are trying to be everywhere. Thank you so much to my wonderful team who makes sure that uh, all of my posts get out there. And I just really appreciate it. And uh, this is the book that I wrote about how this is biblical. And this is a decode of revelation. It's the end times for them. And a thousand years of peace for us. All that they lied to us about, I was able to decode it by the grace of God. And so it's right there for you. So, um, yeah, our president is not worried about one little thing. So let's check it out. It's a little, little loud, but check it out. I'm not worried either. I'm not worried either. He's coming out on Tuesday. I think I have it. Yeah. Oh, he wanted to first thank everyone. For the tremendous support you have given him against his the, the salt of our nation. It, the $4 million. I kept saying, you guys, if you've got $5, everybody just show your support for him and show these evil ones, brag and all the rest of them, that they're going to be sorry. We scraped together, together, $4 million. How about that? What an amazing day that we are all working together and they are going to be sorry. I saw a post by um, uh, uh, Jeb Bush where he, you could tell he was backpedaling and, oh, this is wrong of them to do this because they have, they have awakened the sleeping giant and they have, they have roused (laughs) the President Trump and the Lord and they've, they've really, they've really done it now. (laughs) They've really done it now. Four million dollars that we all donated it, within 24 hours of his indictment. Uh, yeah, we will come back and make America great again. This is where we're headed. Do not worry. T- today we're going to celebrate this is Palm Sunday, but we're also going to just celebrate all week and see the um what is the comparison of what is happening biblically and what happened when our Lord Jesus entered into Jerusalem. Every day we're going to we're going to uh, I want to break that Open for you to see. Hey, look at what uh, how how similar it is, and how they um, they tried to stop the people. And in in one sense, they were successful. But the plan was for them to go into all the world and preach the gospel to bring in people all over the world who would be ready in this day to finally eradicate these evildoers, these evil ones who had been. Uh, in these positions of authority and that's what's happening and we're this is what we're going to see this is uh, his kingdom come his will be done on earth as it is in heaven I'm so glad that we know what is biblical actually before i just came on the video i was seeing a a, 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 a verse where it says that he had hidden these things from them so that they wouldn't see and they wouldn't perceive and so they would be healed and i've And I've always, that verse has been so strange, but I think that a lot of people, the Lord has hidden it from them because they are not ready to fight. He has this chosen warriors. You are a chosen warrior. He has chosen you for this day and not everyone is chosen for it. That's just all there is to it. And so it's, we, we couldn't have the healing of all of humanity until now when we are finally ready to, to destroy them. And we've got to do it, we don't have two chances at it. We have to do it the the right way and, and, and do it exactly according to plan. That's why it's taken so long. Um, and it has to be with God's chosen warriors. And that's you, and that's me, and that's what we're doing here on the Freedom Force Battalion. So we're all working together. Look at this, no doubt, biblical. This happened, just, yeah, wow. Yeah, this is biblical. That they're Yeah, what? The truth will come out about 9-11. The truth will come out. I wouldn't be in that building for any amount of money. Uh, I would not be a part of what they're doing. <laughs> and none of the police officers, did you hear about that? None of the police officers want to, uh, uh, book president Trump, take his fingerprints and do all that. None of them want to do it. I mean, like, they need to get bragged to do it or somebody because it, it, none of the police officers want to do it. It's a really, an unbelievable uh, thing that's going on in New York City because there's a lot more uh, support for President Trump than they want us to believe. All right, so, yeah, I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never let you down. Wow. No doubt, no doubt, the chosen one to to lead this battle. Amazing, amazing, amazing. What a day. All right, so he told us, uh, he just put this out, that... um, today he put out that on tuesday april 4th at 8:15 edt uh, eastern daylight time uh he will uh deliver remarks at marlago in palm beach interesting palm sunday palm beach i'm just saying so much symbolism um but yeah um so this is you know they are using this time because they they believe that this is a uh, their way of using, they love to use God's holy time for their evil purposes. They love to use the holy, uh, children. They love to use the, God's house for evil. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a big problem for them. Not for us, for, but for them. All right. So yeah, he's going to do that on Tuesday. And, uh, I want you guys to know that that is, that is actually, um, the eve of Passover, and if you remember, I keep saying, for, for those who are new, that this is the beginning of the day, is the evening, and there was morning, that's a day, it starts in the evening, so this is actually the beginning of Passover, and so he's, that's when they are, uh, that they are um, uh, arresting him, he's going, it appears that he's going to go up there off his own free will, I don't know, you know, we'll see, <laughs> We'll see what happens, and and he's going to deliver remarks. Now, I just saw something, and I had posted it on the social media. So definitely be part of the social media. That um, the the way that they're doing uh, the justice system in in um, in New York is that if someone is arrested, they are not held until they go to court and they uh, have their go through the trial. So they're they're not you know going to hold him that's, uh, if, if he does go up there, which it appears that he will, um, go up there and, uh, take his plane and fl- he's going to spend the night, uh, at Trump tower on Monday night. So just <laughs> we'll see, we'll see exactly how this all plays out. So let's look at what happened with our Lord Jesus. When he entered into Jerusalem, I want to show you one of the maps that I have. Um, there are three places, let me see if I can go back to the top of this, let's see, there are three places that, that it's recorded about the, the triumphal entry and, and um, this special week when our Lord Jesus was there for a whole week teaching in the temple before they put him on the cross. Okay, so uh, it's one is in Luke 19, one is in John chapter 12, and uh, one is in Matthew 21, and then following in each of those. So Luke 19, John 12, and Matthew 21. Mark also has it, but it's almost identical to Matthew. So anyway, I'll just give you those three. Um, so I first want to show you a map so that you can see where we are, what is going on. Okay, so the first thing I want to show you is... Is that right here on the left side? I'm going to scroll up a little bit. This is the Temple Mount. That's the Temple Mount right there, and obviously, a shot from the sky, aerial view, and you'll see that that is the Temple Mount. Now, when our Lord Jesus was there, the the Second Temple was there. Okay, so that's where. Um, now it's got the Dome of the Rock on it, and so you can't necessarily tell from this from this image, but this is a big <clears throat> a big valley. Right here, deep, deep valley. Right here, and the Garden of Gethsemane is right here. Okay, right here in the in the middle. I'll go mark that. I'll just put that as a say, and that is exactly what it looks like. Can you see of this picture right here? That that's you know these these um, olive trees are likely. Some of them have likely been there since the time of our Lord Jesus. Amazing. Remember, I keep I keep uh, quoting to you guys that we will live as long as trees. These have lived for two thousand years. How about that? <laughs> Who wants to live two thousand years and be healthy and healthy and perfect and wonderful? You know all that. So, um, so this is this is Gethsemane down here. Where, this is where our Lord Jesus went, and he was arrested in Gethsemane. Okay. So this is, uh, that's the valley. And then over here, you'll see the, the Mount of Olives right here. This is the top of the mountain. So this is a mountain here. And then you've got the valley in the middle. And then a, 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 the Temple Mount for the, uh, you know, right here on in, in Jerusalem. So I wanted you to see that. I'll, I'll show it a little bit more where you can see the, 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 ter- the terrain. But basically, when we say that Jesus was entering into Jerusalem, he basically was somewhere around here and there was a, uh, he went directly across these, forget all the roads, whatever, these, he went directly, likely across into the Temple Mount, somewhere, you know, some which way, I don't know exactly how, well. some people said that there was a bridge, but you know, we don't know exactly, but he went directly across from the Mount of Olives and they, the people following him with their palm branches into the temple. And they were thinking he's coming to be the King. He's coming to, you know, multiply the fish and the loaves. He's coming to make the, to heal the people. There won't be any more disease. They thought this is it. This is it. And so what they didn't realize that the plan was for it to be, you know, at the at, uh, after this generation or after this age which is 2000 years after after we had ful- fulfilled the role that he had given us to to play uh, to to fulfill of, of bringing in people all over the world into uh, to be- to believe in him um it couldn't just be that he was going to bless just this little little part of the world it had to be for the entire world of course of course of course and but they didn't want to think that right just like if you were told that you know this is not going to happen now you'd be like I don't want to hear that (laughs) I don't want to hear that all right so here is the um this right here this little heart right here you see over here on the right right here that I'm marking I hope you can see it on the right side that that is Lazarus's guest house. This is the town of Bethany. And this is where Lazarus and his sisters, Martha and Mary lived. And that you know, Mary was the one who had anointed Jesus with the with the oil. And that is where it happened. So I want you to see how close it was. Okay. So it's right here, the, right, right there. You see the little heart and you can see verse that there's, the, there's the heart for the Dome of the Rock. I'm in. Mean, uh, it's right there. The Temple Mount is right here, right there. I mean, it's really doesn't take long at all to walk from from there. Okay, so Jesus spent the night there bef- the, before he entered into Jerusalem on that on that Friday. Okay, so he was there for for um, for what we call you know the, the Eve of the Triumphal Entry Day. Okay, so if you and if you, if farther up here, you'll see, you know, where he, he met with Lazarus and he, you know, all, not Lazarus, um, Zacchaeus and, you know, all the Bible stories that happened before that were they were going on, uh, I'm trying to think how, where, where they were, I guess more toward Galilee anyway. So which is up North, but the point is that they're coming into Jerusalem and the, and the disciples said, don't go to Jerusalem. They want to kill you. Don't go. And he was like, his the bible says his face was set like flint he was going to do what 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 god had put in his heart to do and there was nothing that was going to stop him and at one point they're like they threw up their hands they're like the disciples were like well he's going to go so we might as well go with him and die with him in jerusalem i mean that was that 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 desperate they realized this was not just going the people thought he was going to be the king but He told, the Lord Jesus told them that he was going to be killed. Of course, they didn't want to believe that either, and they just thought, well, maybe he's just saying that because he's just, you know, trying to, um, uh, you know, maybe he's speaking in parables and we're not understanding, okay? So they didn't really understand it. And as we'll get to in the future days as we go through the Holy Week to the point when when he was arrested and they ran, they weren't prepared for, you know, what that was going to entail. And I really think that's a big part of why we do fasting because that prepares us to be able to endure suffering. That prepares us to be strong and able to, to withstand, uh, you know, being hated and, and, and going without and all of that. So, um, you know, the, I know many of you have experienced that with your family members. You're, you're, as the Lord Jesus told us, he said, many of you will be hated. You know, maybe the your enemies will be the people of your own household. This is what our Lord Jesus told us because you are a chosen warrior. The Lord has chosen you for this day. And he says, we'll all, uh, you know, (laughs) the Lord told us and President Trump has told us, and we know that we'll all come back together. The board has told us that we'll all come back together, but it's, um, it's, we have to be strong right now and tough right now, and that's again why I'm so glad we're here together on the Freedom Force Battalion because it really helps to bolster our our uh, and encourage each other, and give us that courage because we we have to we have to stand strong in, in this day. All right, so yeah, so he just uh, got up that morning and walked down. Maybe I don't know, <laughs> it wasn't this road exactly, but somewhere around here, and he walked over to. Likely was very similar because it's a very mountainous terrain, so you can't. You know, you want to go the easiest route, po- route uh, possible rather than going up and down uh, mountains. So, yeah, it's very, very mountainous. I'll show you some of that. So, pretend that you are right here. Let's see. On the Temple Mount, right around in here somewhere, there's a, uh, right on the top of the mountain. I'm going to take you to, we're going on a trip today. This is kind of, see how, see how rugged the terrain is? And uh, right here, this, much of this is, uh, uh, uh on the Mount of Olives, they have a lot of tombs because people pay big, big bucks because they want to be there for the resurrection. They believe that Jesus will return here and uh, um, that he will, uh, it, it, there will be a resurrection right here, and they want to be right here. I don't think that's how it's going to play out, but that's another story. Um, so anyway, you can see the, all the tour buses that are going down through these these roads that I was just showing you on this map right here. They're just they're just going down through here. There aren't that many ways to go. And so you you can kind of see, like over here, you can see that that is the Kidron Valley where I was showing you before. a Very, very, very uh, deep uh, uh, valley right in through there. And then this is the mountain. The Mount of um, the Temple Mount, right here, and so down in down here, kind of where those buses are headed, down through there is the Garden of Gethsemane. Again, where our Lord Jesus went to pray, and where Judas led them. Uh, led the Roman soldiers to arrest our Lord Jesus. Okay, so this is the Temple Mount. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Uh, the Mount of Olives right here. So we're looking across the Kidron Valley to the Temple Mount. I hope that uh, makes sense. All right, so that's, I wanted you to see that. And I wanted you to also see what happened. Okay, so there's oh, the story in, in Luke where the Lord Jesus was with Zacchaeus. And you know when they, before they were headed to Jerusalem. Now he gets to Jerusalem, but I wanted to read to you, okay, here, in the the book of John, um, just a little note, John is the one who normally tells uh, some of these stories that are um, about the the personal interaction between the disciples and uh, maybe from with their friends, and so that's why and this kind of helps you just find out, okay, that's likely going to be covered by John. So here is in, uh, in the book of John, chapter 12, six days before the Passover celebration began, Jesus arrived in Bethany. Okay, so again, like I was saying, they were coming down through there, and they're were like, we're here. he says, we're going to Jerusalem. They're like, they want to kill you there. But he says, we're going. And they're like, well, I guess if he's going, we're going too. So he arrived in Bethany. The home of Lazarus, which I was just showing you in Bethany, let me show you one more time just so you see again, this is in Bethany, no, I just, okay, right here in Bethany. So he arrived at Lazarus's house right here on the right side, and then you'll see right there from the temple. All right, so he arrived in, in Bethany the man he had raised from the dead. Remember Lazarus was the one who had died. And and he said, Lazarus, come forth. And he comes out all wrapped up. Remember that? And they hated Lazarus. They were like, we got to kill him because he is living proof of uh, the power of the Lord. Anyway, a dinner was prepared in Jesus's honor. Martha served and Lazarus was among those who ate with him alive and well. Uh, then Mary took a 12 ounce jar Of expensive perfume made from the essence of nard. And she anointed Jesus' feet with it, wiping his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance. Wow. Because she knew. She knew. Mary was a very thoughtful person. She she knew that Jesus was going to die. And she was anointing him for his burial. And this is what she did that night before he went to... uh, uh, on the triumphal entry into Jerusalem because she knew it was not going to be fun and games. She knew these people in uh, the religious leaders were ruthless. She knew that Caiaphas had a pit. And one day this week, I'll show you that pit and that I was standing in that pit where that where Caiaphas threw our Lord Jesus. So she um she so she anointed Jesus's feet with it and she wiped his feet with her hair. What a beautiful uh, thing to do for our Lord Jesus, to prepare him and to, to let him know that we appreciate you, Lord Jesus, for what you're, you, what you're about to do. That's what she was saying. And she says, you are worth this, you know, this and far, far more worthy than, than this, but this is what I have. And so she gave that, to him as a beautiful offering. And that's why I'm so you know proud of you guys. We're all, you know, giving to this movement. The Lord's movement is the MAGA movement and that we're all working together and you know it doesn't matter if you've got $5 or $5000 to give that you are giving from from your heart to the Lord so beautiful, so beautiful. So that's what Mary did. And of course, Judas Iscariot had to open his Pie hole, and he was the disciple who would soon betray him and then end up hanging himself. Right? He said that perfume was worth a year's wages, it should have been sold and the money given to the poor. Not that he cared for the poor because he was a thief, and since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some for himself. So, when Anytime there was something, he was just Mr. Greedy, green eyes, you know, just, uh, he had to have it for himself and he wanted to have access to any, any money and had them had put that in the money bag. He says, we could have put that in the money bag, have it for, you know, our, our expenses. And so basically what Judas Iscariot was saying was that Jesus was not worth it. That's really what he was saying. What a creep, what a creep what a creep. So yeah, um, he is, um, within just a few days, he's going to throw this money that he gets from the, from the lead, from the priests back at their feet, because he's going to realize that no money in the world is worth losing your soul. He lost his, his, uh, connection with the Lord. He, 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 he sinned against innocent blood. Ugh. Ugh, these people who are doing what they're doing to try to destroy our country, to take down our, our president on all this. They think that this is, you know, no big deal. This is a huge deal. And they are, they are selling their souls, their very souls. It's so similar. So um, Jesus replied, leave her alone. He took up for little Mary. He, she did this in preparation for my burial. I've told you people I'm fixing to die. Can't you let her give me some honor? You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. When all the people heard of Jesus' arrival, they flocked to see him and also to see Lazarus, the man Jesus had raised from the dead. Then the leading priest decided to kill Lazarus too, for it was because of him that many of the people had deserted them and believed in Jesus. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Y'all, y'all see how similar this is? Do you see how similar this is? This is so biblical because, you know, all these years we had, you know, believed the, the baloney from the mainstream media. We believed the baloney from these politicians. Maybe you were a Republican or maybe you were a Democrat and you believed who were those leaders. And all of a sudden you're like, I don't believe a word out of your mouth anymore. And we're believing Trump, you know, <laughs> and the MAGA movement, the Q and all that. They are like, what? We've got to kill him kill him because they, we have to kill Lazarus because he's proof and they're all believing in G- in Jesus because of, of that. And they were just so you know, livid. Um, so now the next day they get up and she, off Jesus goes and Mary doesn't go along. She, she, this, she knew that she was saying her, her final goodbyes, um, that Jesus was on now she did um, I believe she did yeah she ended up going to the crucifixion she was there to support him she just quite quite an amazing woman the next day the news that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem swept through the city a large crowd of Passover visitors took palm branches and went down the road to meet him they shouted praise God blessings to the on the one who comes in the name of the Lord hail to the king. Of Israel they're all like the king is here we're getting our king he's gonna really be our king and not these creeps <laughs> they were oh they were the 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 other guys were so livid so here's the here's the passage in the book of Luke you can see a little bit he Luke uh, is a doctor so he tells a little bit more detail after uh, telling this story Jesus went on toward Jerusalem um, oh, 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 wait, 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 yeah, okay, right here. As he went, he, he was walking ahead of his disciples, and as he came to the towns of Bethpage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he sent two disciples ahead, go into that village over there, he said, and as you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, why are you untying that colt? Jesus says, the Lord, uh, just say, the Lord needs it. So they went and found the colt, just as Jesus had said, and sure enough, as they were untying it, the owners asked them, why are you untying that colt? And the disciples simply replied, the Lord needs it. So they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it for him to ride on. As he rode along, the crowd spread out their garments on the road ahead of him. When he reached the place where the road started, down the Mount of Olives, all his followers began to shout and sing as they walked along, praise God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. So this is again where they're where they're headed. They got to this part just about right here, somewhere right here where I was showing you the picture, and then it's it's the mountain, and they start to go down into the valley. And uh, kind of, let's see, back, you know, kind of like here and it starts the descent. And that's when they started going, he's doing it. He's really going into Jerusalem. And they started shouting uh, praise to the Lord uh, because of what all the wonderful things he has done. And so the, if you saw here, this picture I had sent, I had shown you, they're all waving the palm branches and they're all uh, throwing down their cloaks. And they're all excited because they're like, we're going to have peace. We're going to have Uh, health we're gonna have wealth we're gonna have all that so this is you know what I'm what I'm telling you is gonna happen now they thought it was gonna happen then so uh blessings on the king who comes in the name of the lord peace in heaven and glory in highest heaven they were so I mean highest they were could not be more excited than to see this happening they would already known about Jesus doing you know Healing blind people, making the lame to walk, making all these things happen, and raising the dead—all this—and they thought this is it, you know. And it, it was—it just wasn't exactly like what they had anticipated, what they expected. Some of the Pharisees among the crowd said, "Teacher, rebuke your followers for saying such things like that." And they did not want him to receive that honor. He—they did not want him to be called. Uh, you know, be, be praise. But he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones along the road would burst into tears, uh, into cheers, sorry, <laughs> into cheers. And then right as he came closer to Jerusalem and saw the city ahead, he began to weep. How I wish today that you of all people would understand the way of peace, but now it's too late and peace is hidden from your eyes. Before long, your enemies will build ramparts against your walls and encircle you and close in on you from every side. They will crush you into the ground and your children with you. Your enemies will not leave a single stone in place because you did not recognize when God visited you. They had the opportunity all along the way, ever since Adam and Eve, we've had the opportunity to have to do to have a true restoration and tr- and repentance, there's there's always been that opportunity, but it's never happened so much because these evil ones have thwarted the way of the Lord. They have they have they have held down the people, and anyone who would ever rise up, they crush. And so this is what was going to happen. He was no longer going to be using um, this small as. As I said before, he was said to go into all the world and preach the gospel. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters fill the sea. No longer will it be just this one little city. It'll be all over the world to fill the whole world with the knowledge of the Lord. And so, you know, they had the opportunity to be the the hub and to bless the whole world. And unfortunately, they did not do that. And to be honest I would say the same thing you know for America you know we have been hijacked our country has been hijacked and we thought we were bringing peace on the to the world and we were not it are the the same types of evildoers were using our country to to hijack the world to to um to to steal from the world just like I was saying the other day you know you've got uh, they're stealing the cobalt from Ghana and they're stealing the, the gas from Syria and, and you know, doing the, the drug trade in Afghanistan, the poppy fields and all that. You know, using their, the, the power of our hard work and, the, and on our backs, using that and our military and all that we have been in America for evil. Mm. So did, what is the first thing that he did when he went in there? Because he knew these people. He was not there to play tiddlywinks. He was not there to just tr- make nice. He was not going to put up with them using the temple for evil purposes. And and I said this on a video, but I'll just so ahead and say it again. They would bring their animals, their their doves, or depending on their financial status, they would bring uh, a dove or a lamb or a goat, or whatever, to Jerusalem for the sacrifice and to to give their offering to the Lord and in recognition that they needed someone to die for their sins that there had to be a, a death because they deserved death but they could have a substitute take their place and this is why our faith is in our Lord Jesus because he died for our sins we we recognize that when he died for our sins he was taking our place of punishment that's what we what we what we recognize and we hold on to, and they would they didn't know that about you know what how exactly was going to happen in the future with our Lord Jesus going to the cross, but they would always give their offering, their sacrifice in recognition of the need of a savior, of someone to die for their sins. Okay, so then they would bring this animal, but they get there and go, oh no you can't use that turtle dove no 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 you can't use that little lamb because it's not acceptable we don't think that one's good so we'll sell you this one for five hundred dollars or whatever. And oh no, you can't use your money that you brought from Ethiopia or wherever you're from. You you can't use that money. We'll trade that money into our currency and we'll charge you another 20%. I mean, this is the racket that they were doing. And so our Lord Jesus went over and braided a whip. He braided a whip. Let me see if I brought this picture. I don't even know if I brought that if I put that picture. I probably didn't where he is he is whipping them and yeah, I don't think I did. All right. So that he is whipping them and, um, uh, and chasing them out of the temple. Get out of here. My house will be uh, a house of prayer. Let me read to you verse 45. Then Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the people selling animals for sacrifices. He said to them, the scriptures declare my temple will be a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. After that he taught daily in the temple, but the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the other leaders of the people began planning how to kill him. But they could think they could think of nothing because all the people hung on every word he said. They've come from miles around. They won't come and listen to the to the to their rot, their baloney, but they are coming to hear what our Lord Jesus said had to te- teach them in the temple. Now, I'll go ahead and go to Matthew chapter 21. It was a very similar message but uh, in there, but I would encourage you to listen to all of them because they all bring out uh, different, um, a little bit of different uh, 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 you know, interesting interesting points they bring out. But li- like, for example, when Jesus um, healed, I'm sorry, when he cleared the temple, um it says that they, the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. This is from Matthew chapter 21. Uh, he, the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. The leading priests and the teachers of religious law saw these wonderful miracles and heard even the children in the temple shouting, Praise God for the Son of David. Praise God for the Son of David. They are calling our Lord Jesus The son of David. Well, the the Pharisees and the religious leaders did not want to hear that. They didn't want to hear them say that he was basically the Savior, the Messiah. And how could you let them say this? They were indignant. They asked Jesus, do you hear these children, what they're saying? He said, yes. Haven't you ever read the scriptures? For they say you have taught children and infants to give you praise. Wow! Even the children knew. Even the children knew that he was the savior. They could tell he was the savior. All the things that was hap- were happening. The seeing the blind healed, the lame walking, and Jesus receiving their praise. And they didn't. They didn't want any of it. The, the religious leaders couldn't stand it, but the children knew, and they were. <laughs> the children knew, and they didn't know better than to say it. The adults were like. Oh, if they, if we say it, we'll, we'll get thrown into that pit in Caiaphas' house. So then, uh, that night, Jesus returned to Bethany over to Lazarus' house and he stayed there overnight. So I'm thinking that he did this most every night, except on the night, uh, when they had the, of course, the, 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 the last supper. And then of course, when he was arrested, um, and he didn't have to stay there. He could have been up and over that mountain. He could have been gone. But he was there for us and he wouldn't stop until he fulfilled the role that he was supposed to do. So in the morning, it says he cursed the fig tree. In the morning, as Jesus was returning to Jerusalem, he was hungry and he noticed a fig beside the road. He went over to see if there were any figs, but there were only leaves. He said, may you never bear fruit again. And immediately the fig tree withered up before their eyes it withered up. The disciples were amazed when they saw this. And they asked, how did that fig tree wither so quickly? How could that happen? Then Jesus said, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and don't doubt, you can do th- things like this and much more. You can even say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. You can pray for anything. And if you have faith, you will receive it. Wow. So let me tell you what I I think that this is about on the fig tree Israel represents the fig tree and it's supposed to bring healing to the world. That was its intention. And unfortunately, the nation was hijacked. Even to this day, it it is hijacked and it's not fulfilling the role that it for which it was intended, like for example, right now the people were forced to take the jab and jab and jab and jab. They they are if you if you share the gospel, you're thrown into into jail. I mean, on and on and on. And so it's they, they do not have freedom in Israel. It's just the fact. Okay, so in the, back in the day, that with this fig tree, it was time for there to be a. It was the, it was the beginning of a new age. Um, if you remember, I've talked about this before, but I'll just say it real quick, that, that from Adam until Abraham was an age, was 2,000 years. And then from Abraham up until the Lord Jesus was another 2,000 years. That was another age. Okay, 2,000 years is an age. And now it's beginning this new age, this 2,000 years from Christ until now, which is, the, which is a time of the church age. And so when, when we would go into all the world and preach the gospel. So two, four, six, that's 6,000 years. Six, six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day, the 7,000th year, is a Sabbath to the Lord. What is a Sabbath? The Sabbath is the day of rest. That's why it's the kingdom of Christ is the 7,000th year. <laughs> now you like that. How about that? Isn't that cool? So, you know, it's it's no longer was it going to be the age of... Of, um of of of, of um, it being where it's it's in it's just confined to this one little country in the Middle East called Jerusalem or Israel whatever okay so it was going to be all throughout the entire world. Okay, big, big difference. And that's the church age to, to spread the truth of God's word of the Lord Jesus and what he did on the cross uh, uh, and have his kingdom come as will be done on earth as it is in heaven for this, this, king, this church age. And now we're about to enter into the kingdom age. How about that? <laughs> this is what's happening right now. It's happening right now. So he says, and you'll have this faith. You can tell this mountain. What is this mountain? Well, this mountain is this, these, this superstructure, like the pyramid of, you know, that they have of the, of all the the, the levels that go all the way to the top and whatever, whoever's at the top, you know, Soros or Bill Gates or <laughs> Klaus Schwab and all these people at the top of this, this mountain, you know, they have this, that, that control, uh, the art, uh, all the, you know, all the political leaders, all the, the products that control, you know, Everything, the medical, everything. So this mountain is uh, the mountain of evil. <laughs> and and um, you know, to toss it into the sea. And this is what it's talking about in the book of Revelation. I talk about this in the book End times and a thousand years of peace where it talks about in the book of Revelation that they saw this mountain being cast into the sea. This is what it's talking about. We are right now casting this mountain into the sea. We are casting this mountain of uh, this pyramid, this terrible pyramid scheme of all these uh, evildoers into the sea. This is what's happening. This is what's happening right now. All right, And so we have this faith. We know that this is going to happen and we're, go- we're in here fighting and we're in here in it to win it. No matter what it takes for us to get there, that's what we have to do. Because this whole thing, what's going on right now, for them to rule the earth, we can't, we can't do that. <laughs> Can I get an amen? We can't have that. This is not going to happen. We can't live with all that they're doing and destroying with the hormones where the kids are so confused about their gender. We can't. We can't. We can't let them rule the earth because the way they rule the earth is pure evil. We can't, we can't allow them to do what they're doing to children. We can't, we just can't. And so that's what we're going to keep fighting. And no matter what. Okay. Anyway, so then, um, so then he returned to the temple and he began to teach the next day. They're like, uh oh, he's back. (laughs) The leading priest and the elders came up to him and they demanded, by what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you the right? Who said you could come in here and teach these things? I'll tell you by what authority I do these things if you answer one question. Did John's authority to baptize from heaven, to come from heaven, or was it merely human, human? They talked it over among themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he'll ask why we didn't believe John. But if we say it was merely human, we'll be mobbed because the people all believe John was a prophet. So they just replied, we don't know. <laughs> just like they do in court. We don't know. I don't remember. Right? It's the same thing. So Jesus responded, well, I, then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you either. How about that? I love it. I love it. I love it. He's like, yeah, I love it. Okay, so what do you think about this? A man with two sons told the older boy, son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The, aunt, the son answered, no, I won't go. But later he changed his mind and he went anyway. And the father told the other son, you go. And he said, yes, sir, I will. But he didn't go. Which of the two obeyed his father? They replied, the first. Then Jesus, they fell right into his hands. They're so stupid. <laughs> then Jesus explained his meaning. I tell you the truth, corrupt tax collectors and prostitutes will get into the kingdom of heaven, of kingdom of God, before you do. <laughs> He's saying this in front of all the people. They're all in the temple and they're just watching. I mean, it was the show to beat all shows. He's over there nailing them in front of everyone everybody. Oh my goodness. It's like mean tweets. (laughs) For John the Baptist came and showed the right way to live, but you didn't believe him while tax collectors and prostitutes did. And even when you saw that happening, you refused to believe him and repent of your sins. Now, let me show you what you got to hear, what you got to know about this. The two older, the two sons, you know, a lot of us in just regular people, we're just like, Oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to do some of these things, but we're like, okay, (laughs) okay, I'll do it. Right. And we end up doing it and we end up obeying the Lord, even though it means maybe we catch a lot of grief, even though it means that we get railroaded, even though it means, you know what I mean? It's just your family members may not like you or, or whatever. You catch all this trouble And you don't want to do it (laughs) because it's just, you know, you know, it's easier just to keep your head down and keep your mouth shut and all that. Right. But, but he obeyed and he did it. But the other ones are like, yes, I will, I will do. And, and they won't like the the religious leaders. They're they're They are in these positions of authority and they are supposed to run God's house to, to, to expose the crimes and to, uh, to, to lead the people, uh, and, and to, help them to have what's fair for them and they don't like so many of these these churches you know we're like you got to wear the mask and you got to be jabbed and you got to just obey the rulers you're like you people are worthless you people are worthless you're leading us to our deaths you're leading us to you know just like the sheep to led to the slaughter they're false guides, as our Lord Jesus is going to say here in just a little bit. He's going to do, and I'll probably have to have that for another day. But the point is, you know, those are the two sons. Some of these are fake, and they know it, and they're doing this because they're part of this pyramid, this pyramid scheme, this mountain, and they know that they, you know, either they want to be a part, you know, to do, uh, to, to, uh, to deceive the people. Or maybe they're too stupid (laughs) and they don't know they're deceiving. I don't know. Some of there's a mixture. But the point is they're part of this whole criminal cabal. So this is the two sons. And which one? It's the people just like us. They're just like, we're just regular people. We're not, a lot of us are not in these positions of power. We're not in these positions of authority. We haven't been, but this is what is fixing to happen is that we will be, we will rule and reign with Christ on this earth. We will be in these positions of authority. He says that those who have, have, uh, have, have uh, used their, the little that we have been given and have uh, invested it and worked hard to, to, to work with it and try to, try to do something in this world for Him that we will be blessed. We will be, we'll receive, I'll have to read that one so you. I'm not, I'm not uh, quoting the verse exactly, but the point is we're going to receive so much more, um, not for ourselves, but he says, you know, you'll be able to rule and reign and, and make sure the children are protected. Make sure that the schools are not just teaching junk. You, you'll be able to make sure that the medical uh, uh, community is done right. You know, this is what's so great about even our little community, freedomforce.live, is, you know, we have the, the the terrific health information right over here. We're able to use the things the Lord has taught us. I'm doing so great, y'all. <laughs> so just like so much better. But, you know, all these, these things that the Lord has taught us, I have them right over here. You know, all these health links that, that um, I show you, the CBD and the antioxidants to help your body to kick off this stuff that all these tricks and ploys that they do to try to destroy our health, how to make sure that you are um, boycotting the beast and not using any of their evil products. And it's just really an amazing thing. And that's what our Lord Jesus told us is that we would be able to make sure that the people are protected because these creeps certainly won't. You know, that's what our role is, is to help to make sure that people are protected. And they won't do it. All right. So then I told this story yesterday of the the parable of the farmers. I'm going to do this one more and then I'll do another one. Uh, like I said, all week, I'm going to have you, I want you to make sure that you hear all the stories, all the parables that our Lord Jesus told during that holy week, because this is what, uh, <laughs> that's, this is what upset them to no end, why they were so angry with him. It's not so different from our wonderful president. They hate him so bad, and he has said many times that he would just go home, and just go to the the golf course and live his life. Then everything would be fine. You know, they would stop coming after him. But he won't do that, as he said. I just thank the Lord for him so much. He said, uh, "Ah, where was it? Where did he say? Yeah, that's him dancing. Yes." I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never let you down. And amazing, amazing. So here's the other one about the evil farmers. Now listen to another story. A certain landowner planted a vineyard, built a wall around it, dug a pit for pressing out the grape juice, and built a lookout tower. Okay, the grape juice, that's the, that's the grapes of wrath. You have a, a pressing press for the grapes. Okay, remember that, that, that um, symbolism is where you have a city where there will be justice, and anyone who does evil must be punished. He built this city. He made sure that we have the laws, we have the rules in his word, that we are to follow to make sure that those who do the crime do the time, okay? this is And, and then built a lookout tower to look out for evildoers who would try to come in and do something evil like a jab, a poisonous jab, or, you know, a... a, a products that are bad for our health okay i'm going to show you one more time go on here if you haven't already go to boycott the beast because these i'm sick 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 i won't use the products from the the bad guys anymore i'm going to click on it real quick i will not use their their products anymore as much as i possibly can i'm trying to use products that are healthy and um and not toxic i we are we just they just keep uh, turning up the dial of toxins in these products it's killing us so go to my channel uh freedom slash boycott cabal and you'll hear a message from me it's i'm not i'm not making money i'm just it's about trying to get us healthy it's about getting products that will make sure that we are safe from their evil schemes i'm telling you this stuff is terrible The, the stuff in the stores is terrible for your health absolutely terrible um And, you know, it's got, it's got makeup, it's got all kinds of wonderful things that you can use that will not be toxic. Anyway, so, so they, they, he built this beautiful vineyard for us. He's made a way for us to have a lookout. So we're looking out for things that are harmful for our friends and neighbors. He's made a press so that we can make, make sure that there's the law and order and justice, right? That's what he's talking about when he's got this, um, this vineyard. Okay. And he leased that vineyard to tenant farmers and he moved to another country. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent his servants to collect the share of the crop. This is the Lord has built this beautiful world for us so that we can have this and and grow this beautiful crop of, of, uh, you know, blessings in the world. But the farmers grabbed his servants, beat one, killed one, and stoned another. All the people who've come to to speak the truth, like Breitbart, like, you know, uh, like, um, Seth Rich, all these who have spoken the truth, they get, they've been getting killed. I mean, uh, you know, Bannon being indicted, Navarro being indicted, you know, uh, uh look what just happened to, um, our wonderful, um, uh, uh, um, Project Veritas, you know, how, how he was, what? come on, Melissa, you know who I'm talking about. How, you know, how awful, because he's out there trying to, to get the truth out, and look what happened. Just like with us, we've been banned from this, and banned from that, and shut down from all the, from anything and everything. They've tried everything to, to stop us. This is what it's talking about. They are doing everything to stop us. So the owner sent a larger group of his servants to collect for him, but the results were the same. They just keep on and on and on to stop us. But the good thing is we're living in a day we have found a lot of other ways that we can get the truth out, which is amazing. Anyway, finally, the owner said, send his son, thinking surely they will respect my son. But when the tenant farmers saw his son coming, they said to one another, here comes the heir to the estate. Come on, let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. What is the estate? the, the, the Remember our Lord Jesus told us the meek will inherit the earth that we will take, we, the righteous will rule the earth. They want to rule the earth and they're not the meek. Meek is those who, who submit, uh, and obey the Lord. This is not someone who's weak. This is someone who is strong and says, I will obey the Lord. And if I have, whatever I have to do, okay, (laughs) if I have to send a mean tweet, right? This is, this is what it is. The meek will inherit the earth. Those who, who respect and honor the Lord and obey him. So um, they said, let's grab, uh, let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they grabbed him, dragged him out of the vineyard and murdered him. Jesus is saying this was what was going to happen. He was was telling all the people who were in the temple and he was telling all the religious leaders because he knew they were planning to kill him. He knew what they were plotting. (laughs) It <laughs> wouldn't take a, a rocket scientist to figure that out. They could. He, he knew that. When the owner of the vineyard returned, Jesus asked, "What do you think he will do to those farmers?" The religious leaders replied, "He will put put those wicked men to a horrible death, and lease the vineyard to the others who will give him a share his share of the crop after each harvest." They can see on an earthly scale what it would, would be fair to do, but they can't. <laughs> Clearly, they're too stupid to see that he's talking about them. So this is the Lord. He's He's going to have this earth. He's going to give this earth to us, who proven we've proven that we will run this thing right. Whether you know, all the people in this movement that have proven themselves, you have proven yourself that you will run things right in your town. You know you will run things right in wherever you are in the, in the medical community or wherever it is all these great medical doctors who have who've blown the whistle this is who's going to get to run these things instead of these evildoers so and he's they knew they will be put to a horrible death <laughs> this is what it says guillotine time as our president has said um, and then he, the Lord will have the share of the crop. What does he mean? He wants to see the earth filled with the knowledge of the Lord. He wants the earth to be a place of blessing. As our president said, he wants 10 amazing cities. He wants cho- you know people to have children, you know, just so many children. Um, and I will just say real quickly, I think that people are, the, the effects of the jab are wearing off. I think that that's happening. I think it's happening, and you know because that's why they keep, they keep wanting you to take the jab and jab, it again, again, and again, and again, and, again. And, and many people are not. So I believe it's wearing off, but we'll we'll see. You know, he did say President Trump did say we'll get to the day when we'll have so many children, so that's going to happen. So Jesus asked, "Don't didn't you read the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see." And I just talked about this on the show uh, on my. A little video I did the other day, but I'll say it again in this one that the Lord Jesus is the cornerstone. If you think of a stone, you put it at the corner of the building, and you have the stones all coming into alignment with it this way, and you have all the stones coming into alignment with it this way, and that stone is the one that determines how where the building will be set and laid. Okay. And this is the everything, all the other stones come into alignment with this cornerstone. We come into alignment with our Lord Jesus. He's on that corner. And like I said, all the stones come into alignment. All the ones from then on built up into this whole building are in in alignment with the cornerstone. And it says this in, I want to say first Corinthians that each of us stones built into this are built together, fitted together into this holy house of the Lord. And it's, that's, we are the house of the Lord. It's not about a building. Okay. So, uh, it's not about stones and, st- it's a, and, and mortar. It's about you and me and all of us. This is what our Lord Jesus wants is that he wants the, the, um, us to be built up so that we have the things that we need and that we're not stressed and that we're not, our, our health is not put in jeopardy and all that. It's a wonderful thing to see for him to be the cornerstone instead of these evildoers who is sick to death of these evildoers being, you know, trying to set up this world, their Mason setup, a, a superstructure of how they're wanting this world. It is pure evil. It is pure evil. I don't even want to go into it. Y'all know it's, it's so evil. We, 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 we can't, we can't continue that. I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you. He's talking straight to them. The kingdom of God will be taken away from you. Imagine this, you guys, all the people are watching. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he's saying this. The kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a nation that will produce the proper fruit. Who is this nation? The nation, it's not a a nation like China or Venezuela. It's the whole, we are a holy nation. But that's this is the the kingdom of god is all of god's people what, from every tribe every tongue every language all over the world this is the nation okay so that's what it's saying and that they will produce the proper fruit the healthy uh products the 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 the, the, the all the things that we need to, the justice the the people the true leaders who love the people who who are trying to make sure that there's freedom for the people all of that um these Righteous people like um Bolsonaro, you know, all these ones will make sure that the people are treated fairly. That's what it's talking about. Anyone who stumbles over that stone, that cornerstone, will be broken to pieces. And it will crush anyone it falls on. This is what our Lord Jesus is uh, is going to do, crush these evildoers. When the leading priests and the Pharisees heard this parable, they realized he was telling the story against them. They were the wicked farmers. They wanted to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowds who considered Jesus to be a prophet. They were like, "Okay, what are we? How are we going to do this? What are we going to do? we have to do this at night when everyone's gone home and gone to bed? We'll have to arrest him after everyone's gone." Yeah, that was their that was their plan. Yeah, all right. So, and they had to do it. They had to time it according to uh, all this religious law. We're, we're, I'll get into that as we go, uh, and when I tell you more of these uh, stories each day. All right. So then this is the calendar right here. So here it is today, um, is actually the 2nd of April, but he, um, President Trump was indicted right here on the evening of the, of, um, the 30th of April, Thursday. And then that was the day of the triumphal entry was Friday, the 31st. Okay. And so then here was April fools, (laughs) which is the day that the, uh, the Egyptian soldiers were were crushed. they're fools that they went into the Red Sea and they were crushed by the red sea and this whole this whole indictment is going to crush them because it has awakened so many people. I'm seeing people of every uh stripe are uh, waking up from that, and then President Trump will come out on. On the fourth here, April. I'm sorry, yeah, April fourth, which is the eve, uh, right here of uh, just of the eve of eve of, of Passover. He's going to come out right there and give his. Uh, the, so the, the arrest likely will happen on that day, and he'll come out and speak on that day about. What has happened? All right, so, and then we'll just keep going each day. Of, if you remember, on Easter Sunday, which is also called the Feast of First Fruits, that's the first day of the 50 days of the counting of the Omer. Don't forget to get your Omer, just like I have back behind me, all the bundle of grain, and you count 50. And on the 50th day is uh, biblically when the debts are canceled and the captives are freed. So we will see, hopefully, I pray it's this year. How about that? I just pray it's this year. We don't know. The Lord told us to count. And he said that one day it's going to happen, and so we'll just have to watch and see. All right, let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. We praise you that you are the king of the world, and that you will rule this world, and that we will rule along with you, and it'll be a righteous kingdom, and that those evildoers will be crushed, they will be gone, and that, uh, that you will give the kingdom to us. The meek will inherit the earth. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for what you're teaching us, and that you've awakened us to be your warriors in this day, and so just help us to be tough and strong and to speak the truth and to be the faithful servants, uh, to, to bring honor and glory to you because you are certainly worthy. Just like Mary, uh, we, we're happy to give you our praise. We're happy to give you our money. We're happy to give you our, our, our faithfulness. We're happy to give you our service. We're happy to give you whatever, because you are worth it. You are worth it. And, uh, we, we honor you with Every fiber of our being. I thank you for our free divorce battalion. I thank you for all those who are in here in the heart, in the fight. And I just pray that you would guide each one of them on what you would have each of them do each day. Give them joy in following after you with all their hearts and give them courage. Help them to know that that uh, this is your plan and that we completely trust your plan. We uh, pray for that you would strengthen our bodies against any of their uh, onslaughts. We, I give you praise that you have restored my health and just as you promised to do. I pray that, that for every one of our battalion that no weapon formed against us will prosper. We pray that nothing, oh, no, uh, no hair will fall. From that beautiful golden mane of our president, and that nothing will, will, uh, nothing of course can stop what is coming. But we just pray you would strengthen our country against all the onslaughts of the evil ones uh, that are happening, and that you would uh, help us to see it through until the great day of victory. And just, we just trust you, and we love you, and we praise you in your wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. I love you guys, and I will talk to you later.